Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm privileged to welcome a very, very accomplished professional from USA, Helene Vahabe. Helene, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ash. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. Helene is the Director of Research at the Institute of Noetic Sciences. She's an author, and all of you know I'm very partial to authors. She's an author of a book titled The Science of Channeling, Why You Should Trust Your Intuition and Embrace the Force That Connects Us. So, Helene, before we start talking about the Institute of Noetic Sciences, tell me in brief your own journey. I began my life as a very sensitive being. I felt, you know, when I'd walk into a room, I'd feel the energy in the room. I felt like I would get information that I didn't know where it was coming from. Mm -hmm. And I was raised in a very eclectic background where my mother had a very um, esoteric spiritualist type background. Okay. And my father had a Greek Orthodox Christian background. So I had this very diverse, rich spiritual background. Hmm. I was very inspired to learn about how the body works. So I went to naturopathic medical school wow. and um, was focused on mind-body medicine and how the mind affected the body and mm -hmm. received uh, postdoctoral research fellowships so that I could explore that more deeply, this curiosity of how meditation works, how the mind influences the body. Amazing. So because mm -hmm. of my unique background and my academic training, they kind of clashed because I couldn't go into these deeper conversations, mm -hmm. deeper research questions. Mm -hmm. And that's where the Institute of Noetic Sciences came in. Fantastic. So now tell me a little bit about the Institute of Noetic Scientists, uh, Sciences. How did it start and what, what is its mission? It began in 1973. It was founded by Edgar Mitchell, who mm -hmm. was an Apollo 14 astronaut. Okay. And he was the sixth person to walk on the moon. Mm -hmm. He was on the moon. He did his job on the moon. And he was coming home and his capsule was spinning. He was seeing the sun, the moon, the stars. And he had this incredible transcendent experience where mm -hmm. he felt he was part of everything and everything was part of him. Okay. So as an engineer, mm. he was like, what is this? I have mm. no idea what this is. Mm. So he returned home and decided to found the Institute of Noetic Sciences, or mm. IONS, which is the acronym we use. Mm -hmm. And its mission is to uh, explore this interconnected nature of mm. reality through scientific exploration and personal discovery. Mm. And we call that the noetic handshake, this balance mm. of the science and the direct experience. And so mm. it's been doing that work for about 50 years now. Wow. Wow. And when you, uh, you were telling me about uh, the astronaut uh, and uh, his, his, his uh, experience with something which seemed to be, uh, if I can use the word, uh, outside the body or connecting with the, uni with the universe, is that what you call a noetic experience? What noetic is uh, comes from a Greek 
origin that means inner wisdom. And what's fascinating, and, Mm -hmm. you know, many traditions around the world believe that the universe is within, right? And so the outside reflects the inside. So Mm -hmm. noetic really refers to this inner wisdom, this inner experience. And so you might be wondering, well, how does channeling relate to Mm. noetic? One of the great difficulties I had when I came into this field was terminology, because Mm -hmm. there's so many different words and definitions about how we as humans, which I believe is our innate capacity, mm-hmm. can access information and energy from beyond our five senses, mm-hmm. from beyond space and time. Mm-hmm. Now, this shows up for people in different ways. Many people can admit to having an intuitive hunch mm-hmm. or a gut hunch that mm-hmm. just about everyone's like, oh, yeah, I had this hunch and I followed it and it turned out to be real. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would call channeling a very common form of channeling or a noetic experience Mm -hmm. on the other side of the spectrum Mm -hmm. you have more rare experiences like mediumship Mm -hmm. where the person believes that they are connecting to a deceased human Mm -hmm. or something called trans channeling where the person believes that their body is being used as a vehicle for a non-physical entity to communicate through. Now, those are obviously more rare on the spectrum. And then you have everything in between, like a precognitive dream, or you have a dream about something from the future that came through, or being able to know what someone's thinking. Hmm. Um, These experiences are incredibly common, and there's just a lot of taboos about talking about them. Well said, well said. And you just talked to me about channeling, but how did you learn about channeling? So I believe that all people can channel Mm -hmm. and that the way that it looks for them is unique. Mm -hmm. Their expression of it is unique. And Mm -hmm. what I call that the noetic signature, and we can get into that. But the way I learned about it was from my own felt experience, but also from my mother's side of the family. Mm -hmm. My mother is a trans channeler. My grandmother was. Every member of my mother's side of the family has some type of um, clear channeling ability. And Mm -hmm. so I was raised in that environment. But it was something that I always just, oh, that's my personal life. I don't really bring that into my uh, work life. Okay. And when you say that, you know, a large part of your family from your mother's side uh, had experiences of channeling, can you give me something uh, for my viewers and listeners and as an example of what you have faced or you have experienced? Me personally? Yeah. For example, I might um, meet someone Mm -hmm. and it's the first time I've ever met them Mm -hmm. and as I shake their hand, I just receive all this information about their hopes, dreams, desires, their background. And I'm able to, you know, check in with them to see if it's true and find that it's true. In my private practice, when I was um, a naturopathic physician working with patients, Mm -hmm. I would have similar experiences where they would be 
telling me about a symptom. I would be taking their history mm-hmm. and I would receive this download of information about where this pathology originated. And mm-hmm. I would probe a little bit and often they would start crying and emoting and releasing about this traumatic experience from mm-hmm. their past, just as an example. Amazing. So I also have a very simple intuitive clue is mm-hmm. I get goosebumps on okay. my skin mm-hmm. and many people uh, have ex- shared with me that they experience that as well. Yeah. When they know something is true, they get goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Well said. And what is the difference between channeling and being a psychic? So the way that I define channeling is Mm. of this very broad umbrella term, Mm. uh, which is this process of accessing information and energy from beyond our conventional notions of time and space Mm. that can appear receptive and expressive. Mm -hmm. And with that broad definition, psychic is included in that. Mm -hmm. So it really depends who you talk to and this kind of confusion about the terms. Mm. And you mentioned very briefly that there are some taboos. Um, What are some of these taboos? I think the taboos is that people are afraid to talk about it. Mm. So when I first started lecturing Mm. on the topic of channeling, I would have people come up to me afterwards and say, oh, I'm so glad you shared about this. I had this experience. Mm. I haven't been able to share with anybody. I'm afraid they're going to think I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one piece is, you know, that people who have these experiences have a um, psychological pathology, which Mm -hmm. numerous studies show that that's Mm not necessarily true Mm -hmm. that most people who have these experiences are very well adjusted happy um high functioning people in their Mm -hmm. lives Mm -hmm. there's also this piece around um our current paradigm is materialistic Mm -hmm. which means that the only thing that exists is the material Mm -hmm. well everything channeling is immaterial Mm -hmm. you can't touch it with and can't uh, sense it with our five senses. And Mm. so people would say, oh, it's just impossible. You know, so why even go there? It's impossible. Mm. There's a taboo about even exploring these research questions. Mm. And then, of course, historically, our human culture has killed, tortured, ostracized people who have demonstrated these abilities. So I think that there is a kind of ancestral um, red flag about coming out of the channeling closet. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. My next question is that, you know, and I know you've given a few responses on this, but where does this channeled information come from? That is a great question. The first, the quickest answer is we aren't sure. We mm-hmm. don't know. Uh, there are lots of theories. Um, one is that it's coming from ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's some higher self, some larger aspect of ourselves that mm-hmm. is 
giving us that information. Mm. Other people believe that there are non-physical beings, mm. multidimensional beings or deceased people or spirits, etc., mm. that can communicate with us mm. in these different ways and give us information. Mm. Um, and some people believe that there's like an interconnected web mm. amongst all of us that we can tap into. I imagine that it may be a little bit of all of these, depending mm. on the situation. Mm. And I invite people to, because we don't have the tools to exactly know what mm. the source is, to focus more on the content. Mm. And if the content is actually useful to mm. them and practical and will help improve their lives in some way. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people talk about you know, you spoke about goosebumps. There is the thing about sixth sense, as people say. Would that be something similar to, you know, having an experience or getting a, your sixth sense to say that, you know, this is what may have happened or may happen? Yes, absolutely. That would be to me an example of channeling of mm. this uh, noetic wisdom. And I think my invitation to the listener is to be open and curious about what their unique expression of this is. And that's what I alluded to. I call this the noetic signature yeah. that we all have the capacity to channel, have the sixth sense or whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. but that the way it shows up for us is, is different. And for me, it, I might get goosebumps. Mm. I might get these downloads. Mm. Perhaps you might see colors around people, or mm. you might see things visually, or you might hear a voice telling you to not go through the intersection, and then all of a sudden, an 18-wheeler comes racing through. Mm. So it shows up very differently for people. And my invitation to everyone is to be curious about what their noetic signature is, be mm -hmm. aware and mindful and start um, tuning into how mm -hmm. those intuitive hunches show up for them. Fascinating. And how does one uh, understand or even begin to understand what is one's noetic signature? I think the first step is to set the intention Mm -hmm. And to uh, become aware that this exists, that it exists within themselves, and to start paying attention. Okay. We also at IONS have developed the Noetic Signature Inventory that is a validated questionnaire that mm. people can take. Uh, we have an open study right now if people want to participate to take it for free and we send them a report mm -hmm. that basically lays out what their signature looks like along 12 different characteristics. Okay. And they get to uh, see what that's all about. Wow, I must try it out immediately yes. after our conversation. <laughs> you know, but also Helene, there is a lot of scientific evidence for psychic phenomena. Why do you think more people don't know about this? I think it relates to the taboos that okay. I mentioned. Mm -hmm. I think it is this, we are shifting, paradigms are shifting from mm -hmm. the materialist to the most post-materialist. And from when I first started in this field 
uh, which was seven years ago, very recently, it's already changed. More and more people are feeling open to learn and um, learn about the hundreds and hundreds of research studies hmm. that have evaluated this in the laboratory and in people's daily lives. Hmm. There's an excellent paper in the American psychologist that is a meta-analysis review hmm. of the various uh, psychic phenomenon. And hmm. some people don't understand that there's already quite a bit of scientific evidence about mm -hmm. these topics mm -hmm. and they're afraid to talk about it and i think also people are a little bit afraid because mm -hmm. imagine if we could all read each other's minds amazing all the time mm -hmm. that would dramatically shift our culture Correct. immediately it would force us to be very vigilant about our mental thoughts and okay. so um it's very profound to think about the implications of us immediately becoming very, very psychic. Absolutely. Imagine taking transparency to that level where you know exactly yes. what I'm thinking. I mean, then, you know, that, that is quite an amazing kind of uh, thing to visualize. Yes. But moving forward, Helena, you also talk a lot about consciousness. Uh, what is the science of consciousness and why is it important? It's integral to these topics that I'm sharing with you today, because mm -hmm. in a po in a materialistic worldview, mm -hmm. our consciousness is an artifact of our brain, of our neurons, and it's housed within our brain. It can't go beyond our brain. Mm -hmm. And so what we find through channeling is there's all this evidence that our consciousness definitely transcends our brain it mm. can access information from halfway across the world it can sense what people are thinking it can sense beyond time into the future uh, knowing things about the past that it couldn't possibly know mm. and so our work at ions is really about evaluating this concept of non-local consciousness mm that our brain may be a tool that perhaps filters consciousness mm -hmm. uh, is necessary in our human body to to house consciousness if you will yeah. but it is not the originator of it and um that our consciousness goes far beyond our physical brain correct. and our body correct and, you know, as, as you were talking, I've been thinking that there is a lot of wisdom in the traditional ancient civilizations, you know, whether it is Greeks, whether it is uh, uh, India, whether it's China. How much of that knowledge are you really being able to draw upon for uh, ions? That is a wonderful question because it feels like the Western world is just catching up on some level through this scientific lens. Mm -hmm. And one of my kind of dream projects, I'm very much about collaboration, mm -hmm. about synergy. And if we had the person power and the resources, it would be incredible mm -hmm. to pull out all the common threads about these um human potential and mm. psychic abilities, et cetera, from all the different 
traditions around the world mm, because mm. in so many cultures it's just a given mm. oh yeah of course humans can do this Correct. we don't focus on it because we don't want to get stuck on it but this is definitely a capacity that humans can have mm. fascinating let me now move to your book uh, your book is titled the science of channeling why you should trust your intuition and embrace the force that connects us um, is this book available on amazon it's available on Amazon. It's also an audio book. Okay. So for those who don't like to read, you can listen to it. Okay. We also have a course um, at IONS. Mm. And I'm about to launch a course in February through the mm -hmm. Shift Network mm -hmm. uh, on the same material. Mm. Now, the book is based on the IONS channeling research program that mm. I developed when I first started at IONS building on the previous work that IONS did and others as well. Mm -hmm. And it's focused on research studies that we conducted on a number of important research questions. What mm -hmm. do we already know about channeling? How common is it? Who mm -hmm. can do it? How does it work? Is the content useful? Mm -hmm. And how can we support ourselves as individuals if we choose to, mm -hmm. to nurture our own channeling abilities to support us in our lives individually and beyond. Fascinating. And Helene, my last question to you, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation, based on your amazing knowledge and your incredible journey, what would you say are three learnings or three lessons you want our viewers and listeners to take away? Only three? I have to only pick three. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that you are more than you may believe yourself to be. Hmm. To nurture your ability, even if it's a minute a day, yeah. to become still and quiet and go within. Hmm. And that the power of belief and intention can affect the physical world. And that when you set your intention mm. to tap into mm. your channeling abilities, mm. your next step on this wonderful exploration journey will unfold. Mm. Wonderful. And on that note and your lessons, you're more than you, be, you may believe it to be. And the power of um, of belief and intention can, in fact, impact the physical world. Thank you, Helene, for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about your journey, about noetic sciences, which just to re uh, reiterate is inner wisdom. Thank you for talking to me about channeling and all the wonderful examples that you've given me about channeling. Thank you also for speaking to me about consciousness and your book. Thank you again and good luck. You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.